Welcome to the King, actually the Queen and the Brain podcast. I'm Natalie, the Confidence Coach, and welcome to the Virtual Hero series. Along with my wonderful Virtual Hero guests, we will be talking about virtual assistant hints and tips, as well as bits about confidence. Sit back, relax, but not too relaxed if you're driving, and enjoy the learnings, banter, and laughter from the Queen, the Brain, and all her guests. Welcome to the Virtual Heroes series. I am delighted to introduce you to Farley, who is an admin and bookkeeping VA, and she specializes in helping admin organization. And I think that's really great is as business owners, we need help to organize ourselves. She's based in Long Melford in Suffolk. It's a beautiful place. It's a, it's a really beautiful village in Suffolk. So welcome, Farley, to the Virtual Hero Series, and come say hi. <laughs> say hello to everyone. Thank you. Thank you, Natalie, and hello to everybody. So one, one of the reasons why I am have started doing this series is because I really want to showcase the, the how wonderful and, and the, the, the power that VAs have in helping small businesses, business owners, like coaches, copywriters, IT, you know, people who have specialist skills, but admin or emailing is not something that they, they're good at. Yeah. And, and this is what I want to do. I really want to showcase how great the VA industry is. Yeah. But unfortunately, there is been a misconception about misconception, mis- yes, misconception, yeah, misconception about VAs and the industry itself. So what are some of the misconceptions that you've come across and um, as, as, as a VA? I'd say that, um, well, the, the first one is VA, virtual, being virtual. So I would um, say I'm quite, uh, I'm less virtual in terms of I do visit my clients. So a lot of my clients are fairly, well, the furthest one away from me is an hour away. But I think giving those touch points have been able to, obviously, excluding this last year where we've been um, all on our own, but dealing with um, people of completely virtually you still need to build up that trust so I think you can do that quite easily um, but a lot of the business owners and I think because it's their own business and I've they're letting me have access to everything within the business so to build up that trust I have visited them and I will visit their office if they need me to Um, but I think that the misconception is that it's also it's cheaper to employ someone and I think that's a lot of what I get is that it's quite expensive they just assume how expensive it is to have a VA but I think our value is undervalued as such Mm -hmm. so I think it's the people just assume yes you can pay someone if you just look at it as an hourly rate from employing someone to um to taking someone on that's invoicing you per whether it's per hour per project I I do both um it actually does work out more value for money because you end up you don't pay pension you don't have to pay annual leave you don't have to to pay sick leave or anything and you only pay for the hours that they need you to work exactly so they're not paying for you to stand around the cooler catching up with the with the local office gossip because you you've done everything and you're waiting for the next bit of work 
Exactly. And I think it's valuing your own time as well to to manage someone when you've got someone who's a specialist in a certain area. They are. So I um, so for one of my clients, I'm online by half eight, nine o'clock every morning. And we whiz straight through, sit down, whiz through all the emails. And I know the business as well as they know the business. So everything just gets actions. And then, as you say, it's like on to the next thing and on to the next thing. And but then it's not managing holiday. It's not managing the sick pay. It's not managing. It's those extra, extra Mm. bits. Um, And most recently, I had someone who wanted to take me on um, part time. They wanted 20 hours a week, but they wanted to employ me. And as it happened, they didn't need me 20 hours a week. So when I went to visit them and went through the job, spec and what they needed me to do I I said you don't don't need me for 20 hours a week I'm more than happy to work for you but I probably won't invoice and I ended up invoicing them 10 hours a week and I said and they wanted that they it took them a while to get their head around it but I was like but why would you pay me 20 hours a week I mean I can do 20 hours a week but I won't be working for 10 of them so you don't and I think they were quite shocked by the honest conversation (laughs) and I'm like I'm not talking myself out of work but to be valuable as I see my work if I can do something in in half the time then that's better for your business it's it's better for all of us it's just I I can't see any negatives in that so no and it's it and like you said, it's the misconception of maybe being more expensive, or in this case, is that you, a VA, can do the job quicker than maybe if they just employed somebody who would be sitting there trying to fill up the space because there's not enough work. Yeah. And so one what? of my biggest clients has, they have me on email and bookkeeping. So I'm the accounts, orders, going through all of the admin, et cetera, on that side of things. And then they've got a marketing specialist. So mm. we we work together as a team as you would do normally. But at the same time, it's very, very clear of what I do and what, what they do and what your specialisms are. Because I couldn't do what they do on, from a marketing point of view and they couldn't, they just couldn't do it and the business and said you can work their, together exactly that and they've got their specialisms as I work for a lot of tradesmen and it's they just don't want to touch paperwork so no. I just blame yeah. them I don't blame them I don't like paperwork either I'm I, awful. Just get, I just get this paperwork bought to me on a like weekly monthly and depending on what it is annual basis and they're just like right can you just make that happen and check I'm legal thanks <laughs> That's wonderful. So what is one of the ways that that we can help to combat this negative misconception, misperception of, you know, I keep getting these words muddled up. (laughs) No, that is right. I I think it's just, it's word of mouth. I think you're not going to get a better a better understanding and you don't get better marketing than um than word of mouth and I think it's almost trying someone um it's difficult at first if someone has got that if they're so far one way of just it's not going to work and they've got the mindset that it's not going to work it won't let's be honest it, it mm. won't work it's you have to change that that mindset um 
and it does um it does take a while to understand someone someone's business as well so mm-hmm. if it's if i've got a client in a in a completely different area or completely different market that can take me longer than someone if i've got similar clients and i think if you you give them that there's always going to be that back and forth so if say for example i came to work for yourself I always say, look, we're going to have a month of si- or six weeks where you're not, you're almost still going to feel that overwhelmed because nine times out of 10, you're taking on a VA because you're overwhelmed. You're to do mm, yeah. too much. You don't know where to start. You almost write a to-do list with some stuff you've already done just to feel better to cross it off. Um, <laughs> always a good trick. But the, um, But it will always be a month, six weeks of me to really get into know your business, how you work, and I'm very adaptable to I can adapt to what the client wants in your way of working I'm not going to make you work how I I work because it's just that's just not going to help but it's finding that connection it's finding a a way that you can work together and this is where it's so important to have the right VA the right personality the right and and it's okay to talk to other VAs to yeah. get the, the right person on board because essentially you will be working together. A hundred percent. Completely. And you have to have that trust in them. And I think once you've had that month of them getting to understand you and you know you can you you're a really good partnership, then all of a sudden you'll find you've got hours in the day, not not minutes hours because oh. you're able to just send that to a to a VA to who you're using and know you've got the confidence in them if they know mm-hmm. how they're going to deal with it so I, I if I'm dealing with your customers I it's the tone of voice and it's just mm-hmm. having that confidence in someone and I think you're right you need to find you need to take the time to find the right right VA mm-hmm. I um I'll be honest and uh, this goes very much against um some of the VA community groups I've seen I wouldn't get you to sign a contract with me from day one I wouldn't I'd we'd have an agreement but it would be let's see if we work well together Mm. because you don't want to trial or work together for a month and then find actually we don't work let's shake hands and say we don't work and I probably know someone who would work mm. better with and you also want to you know as a VA you also want to have a good relationship with your clients you also want to have a good being able to say okay I'm not sure about this how can we sort this out and and to have that open communication so it goes both ways it's not only as a taking on a VA that you need to get on with them but I think the VA needs to get on with who they're working with as well a hundred percent and I think people can fall into the trap of the, the worst thing you can do is just say, yeah, this isn't really working, but actually we're tied in a contract to continue, whether it's a block of hours or what it might be. Yeah, no. Because if you know in yourself, if you don't enjoy something, mm-hmm. you procrastinate, you put it off. And mm-hmm. I think the whole benefit of having the PA is that they're proactive, you're smashing mm-hmm. through to-do lists together and you're, you're really being that motivation mm-hmm. for each other to get stuff done. And I think if you haven't got that, then 
let's move, let's find someone better. Let's find a better fit because ultimately it's going to be pr- better for everyone's business. So Definitely. and lifestyle as well. You've got to enjoy. You spend too many hours at work to not enjoy what you <laughs> yeah, do. <laughs> Definitely. So what got you started as a VA? Um, so I was uh, I was a qualified buyer. I was I purchased uh, as I call it bins and bog roll for a pub company. I was the glamour of the uh, purchasing team, and I was made redundant. My daughter was a year old, and I was made redundant. And I'd been there so many years. I chose not to re- it was a relocation, so I chose not to relocate into the money, and thought, well, what what can I do? And I just come off just finished my maternity leave so and I decided I wanted a better lifestyle so I'd done the whole corporate nights away traveling um working till seven eight at night so I thought well I want to choose my hours um so I thought well why not give it a go did a bit of research I'm very found I was really really good in certain things like organizing helping businesses I'd always done bookkeeping for um some friends excuse me um so I'd always done bits and pieces Mm. so I just went in that avenue of contacting them do you need anything else what do you need doing so I never I actually called myself personal organizer at first Mm. and I still don't really call myself a VA (laughs) because I'm a bit special in the way I work when I read what others are up to so it's it's finding your your uniqueness letting your uniqueness out so what what are some stumbling blocks that you, you've encountered in while you've been building your business and, and growing your business? Um, I'd say lack of, I, th- I think it's just the learnings of as you, as you grow your business of, like we've just said, not every client's the best fit for mm. each other. Um, it's understanding, being very, very clear. I communication is absolutely Mm. key and I think even more so in the last year I think that's grown even more so Mm. because you're dealing with everyone over email or phone you've got to get that tone of voice and the amount of information Mm. out I've um I've worked with clients before and that our communication hasn't been right because the expectations didn't meet Mm. and that's that's a major issue when you're working with someone you have so to learning to really find a way that you can communicate and yeah. make sure that the expectations are are met in yeah. in the way that you're communicating exactly and it's getting your pricing right as well it's understanding your value to mm. have the confidence to charge what you should what your worth is what you should be charging and I think I think that's a massive conversation in the VA world where definitely yes it's no something I've come across a lot <laughs> yeah no one wants to have that conversation but I think at the end of the day you it's it's very individual as well I, yeah. I see a lot of chat on um, groups and social media about the VA standard should be x amount per hour well if if you don't feel comfortable saying that to a client, then that's not the right price for you. You need mm. to be 100% confident of, no, this is my hourly rate or this is what you get for me for a project. Um, and you know in yourself that you can meet that, that level of service as well. Um, I don't think one size fits all. No. And I think that's a that's almost a conversation that needs to be brought out in the open more as a VA. This is, this is something that I have, have very much noticed and it's my 
one of the ways that I'm wanting to help VAs is to have the confidence to be charging the right amount for them and not undercharging because I come yeah. across that quite a bit is is undercharging. Yeah. So I've you that before and you just resent you end up resenting the work yeah. and that's again working a lot of that, long hours for not much money in the end of the day. Yeah. You you brought up confidence earlier. So what does confidence mean to you to you personally? To me, it's having, knowing your worth and knowing your value to be able to put yourself out there and say, right, this is what I do. This is how much I charge for it. This is me. And I think having the confidence in choosing the right clients for yourself as well to know that's a big one that one i'm very very fortunate and it's i've i mean i've been going six years this year i'm very fortunate that i now know who i can who i need to say no to i think you need to have that confidence in your Mm. gut feeling about someone Mm. if you don't you will regret it i've i've done it too many times yeah and i just think Mm. you i i can now say no to people because I, I do have the inkling. I know what's not going to work. Um, but I also have some local VAs I know that would work well with those people. Mm. So it's just, it's having that confidence in yourself and being able to be happy and putting yourself mm. out there. That sort of um, answers my next question almost, but tell me about your confidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's taken me, it's taken me years to get, to get to where I am I am now and it's very I think it's it's a mix of showing just showing yourself and being honest especially across social media Mm -hmm. because I think the last year has shown us that that's what people have that's how they've seen you Mm -hmm. they haven't seen you face to face you haven't been able to do face-to-face meetings I mean zoom meetings are great to a point but you don't get the same body language and feeling as you you Mm. would do um but yeah it's it's taken me a long time to get to here people assume I've tried to learn to be more honest on social media as well because I think people don't realize the hours behind the scenes Mm. um since I've opened this uh, co-working space in the last month, I'm now doing nine to five Monday to Friday because um, it's it's me here. I'm res- I'm responsible for it. Whereas before, I'd be up at seven, doing a couple of hours before the school run, mm. doing the school run, getting back online, maybe taking a break, going out. I I um. I do triathlon, so I do my training. So I might go out for a run or a bike ride. So my hours were really sporadic. But then again, I might be working till 10, 11 o'clock at Mm. night. But no one sees that. So they almost say, oh, you've got an easy life. It's really easy. And, (laughs) you know, running your own business, it's it's far from easy every day. It's hours (laughs) at weird times and there's no structure until you manage to put in structure. It might not feel like structure, but it actually works. Like you said, you can go right for a run or bike ride in the middle of the day, but then, of course, you then make up that time in the evenings or something. So um, it's it's a weird type of structure. And I'd say it's only in the last year that I've managed to get out of that worry of what everyone else thinks. Oh. Well, that's made a massive difference to my confidence. Of just so I was going to ask, well, I'm going to ask, so what blocks do you still have with it, with your confidence, if any? Um, I say it's still there. I don't think worrying about what everyone else thinks goes away. It's the, it's the age-old problem, isn't it? If you get 10 compliments 
and one negative feedback mm -hmm. that's the one you're going to focus on and I think it's just bringing that balance I um last year created a I've got a cork board and I've put on um thank you notes from clients oh fantastic all the positive things you see um and receive so I, I've I've put almost like a confidence mood board for one mm. phrase and then when I do get negative I'll not challenge it but I'll ask more about it mm. like well why do you feel that way what what can I improve like feel free to, mm. to give mm. me feedback but but what can I do and take it better in myself that's quite a, a thing to be able to to be able to ask for more feedback on something because quite often you get that that bit of I don't know feedback or comment or something yeah. and and then to actually say well can you actually clarify it a bit more so that I can understand it, it yeah. it's quite um it's quite a good tool to use but it's a scary tool as well because yeah. it's, you don't know what you're going to get are you going to get more or is it going to make it oh actually that does make sense yeah 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 exactly and I think it's it's that whole because it, sometimes it's a miscommunication mm -hmm. and then you understand well actually I need to work on my communication and the same back to that person they didn't explain themselves well or what, whatever it might be mm -hmm. But yeah, I'd say it's only in the last year that I've then got the confidence to. Wow, amazing. That. That's great. So as I am mentioned is I'm a confidence coach. And one thing I'm offering all my guests is to ask me anything around confidence. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good one. <laughs> we can't do well it's, it's video so can you do radio silence it's <laughs> you can do silence you can do silence oh let me think I like that so how would you what advice would you give to someone so what's like okay what's your three big tips for someone just starting out as a VA of what would they what would you suggest they work on to set them up in the right right direction to skip some of those not fa failures I do believe is first attempt in learning so I don't think it's I think you only fail when you quit and don't get up again so mm. what would you what would you your three so tips? three sort of top tips to get you starting with your confidence when you when you start out as a VA right yeah. understood that right yes yeah. okay so one of them is is something that I'm hopping on a, a lot about is your identity yeah. is know who you are and who it is you want to become so it's, it's not I'm not talking about your name or your nationality or anything I'm talking about that identity that's in you and it changes we're always changing that identity is um, we are either in one place or we are working uh, you're building your own business what type of identity do you want to step into with that business is it an identity of a powerful and confident person because I'm not going to assume that it's just a woman there are men VAs <laughs> out there is it about the identity of being um, on time or is it an identity of the values that you have so it's really understanding who it is that you want to become, who it is you want to step into. 
Yeah. And you can look around you at all business owners. You, Richard Branson. Richard Branson did not start where he is now. Mm-hmm. Alan Sugar did not start where he is now. He started here and had to step into these identities that these, these guys have created. So anybody. So it's know who it is you want to become as a, as a VA or as a business owner and just really think about that. So that's the first tip. The second tip is, and it's, it's quite a cliche sometimes, but it's stay in your own lane. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Don't worry about them. They, they are on their own journey. They're creating their own businesses and they, you are unique to your business. So you might be an admin VA, but you're not the same admin VA as the next person. Yeah. Because your skills will be different. You are different as well. Yeah. And be you. Allow yourself to be who you want to be. Don't put on any airs and graces. Don't think, oh, my God, I've got to be all suited and booted because that's what I have to be when, meantime, you're a T-shirt and jeans type of person. Yeah. You can work just as well in high heels as you can in trainers. Yeah. Actually, I think trainers are more comfortable. (laughs) So we'll start the high heels. Exactly. But it doesn't mean that you are not a professional. Yeah. I do appreciate that if you're going into somebody's office and they're corporate and you're helping out with VA, yeah, maybe not turning up in in jeans and t-shirt might not be appropriate but then be appropriate for you be who you are if you've got a quirky sense of humor allow that humor to come out don't suppress that humor if you are a little bit sarcastic allow that to come out yeah maybe not always on the first meeting Hmm. but (laughs) be who you are yeah so those are my sort of um top three tips to start with love it I've thought of another one now. Am I Ooh, to share with it. Share, okay, <laughs> go for it. Do you believe in fake it till you make it with confidence? Hmm, this is a tricky one, isn't it? <laughs> Actually, I don't. Yeah. I do believe that you can be trying and I do believe that you can be putting in effort. Yeah. But when you're faking it, it can be really difficult. And this is where the being honest, be who you are. You know what? I'm having a really bad day. I'm really struggling today. Um, you know, so, but it's okay that I'm struggling. So, so just be who you are, be honest, allow, allow the struggles. When you fake it till you make it, you are, you, you're not being honest. And then this is also where the communication can come in. So if you're having a bad day as a VA, rather say to your client, you know what? I don't know. I'm just having a bad day. My kid was up all night. Uh, I am. I'm on. Am on the job. I'm doing it, but it's. I'm just going to be a little bit slower getting it done because you know the dog's been puking in the lounge and the kid is you know running naked down the road and <laughs> my grandma's going loopy. Be honest. Yeah. Because your client will appreciate it. Yeah. You get the work done, but you might not have it done at nine o'clock. But maybe you can have it done for ten o'clock. Especially yeah. if they are flexible that way. If they need it for nine, well, then you just got to get it there for nine. But yeah. don't be your smiles when your world is falling apart. Yeah. Just do let people know. You don't have to share it on Facebook. You don't have to um, put it everywhere. But if you're working with clients that day, just say to them, I'm, I'm just in a rough place at the moment. I'm on it. 
but I'm in a rough place at the moment, so I might not be as perky as normal, yeah. but I'm okay. Yeah. And this is where, when you're faking it, you then can come off as disingenuine. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, I've most probably a few people are going, no, you've got to fake it. But no, it's it's <laughs> confidence is about vulnerability. Yeah. And being vulnerable is a way to grow your confidence. I know, it sounds really weird. <laughs> no, I know exactly but, what you think. I, I agree with that whole, you don't come off genuine. If you're trying to fake it, people can tell. They get that, they get that feeling from you, so... And this, this is one of the reasons why I've chosen not to edit my these, these recordings because I want the real in it, including yeah. crazy stuff that happens in my life sometimes. Yeah, exactly, because <laughs> it's life and we're all human, I think people. Exactly, exactly. So you've got two bits of, of, of tips there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like a bit of cheek, I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, a born negotiator, so yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. So what what is the best advice you've ever been given in anything? Oh, best advice I've ever been given. Um, I think it's just to keep trying and to take take risks and keep keep trying. I think um it's very, very easy. Um to, so it was like opening this place last month who would open and start a new business in a pandemic <laughs> why why would why would you do that but, especially a co-working um, space yeah, exactly so and I think I think there's too many people who want to see you fail which is really it's it's not good so my Bad. brain is full of rainbows and unicorns so but it doesn't take on negative some, well. some glitter some glitter yeah, 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 all of oh, it. It's all going on in there. So I think um, I think you you need to take risks and you need to you need like I said earlier you need to fail, uh, but you need to get up because you don't fail until you you think no, not done, mm. it's in, and nothing happens overnight either. And I think you Definitely. you need to remember that you need to take that risk. You're not going to have a full diary from day one. Um, and I, I deal with a lot of people coming to see me about um, starting up new businesses and they're not really sure where to start. And it's from an admin point of view. They've got this, this amazing specialism of whatever it might be, whether it's a, a plumber or someone who does arts and crafts or whatever it might be, but they don't know the business side of it. And they, they worry within a week. They're like, well, I've set up a Facebook page and I haven't <laughs> made any sales. And I'm like, no, 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 you need to, you need to. And it's talking through. So I think, yeah, the best advice I've ever heard is just keep, keep okay. pushing, keep going, keep taking those risks because there'll always be an excuse not to start. There's always, I can't afford to start. Money's such a big, big topic. Definitely. Um, definitely. It's, I think we need to talk about that more um, because it's almost something that no one, we were all brought up, you didn't talk money, did you? Whereas, the nice thing is it is being spoken about more. Exactly. It is happening slowly. So exactly. that's that's great. And I think you can you can start and you mm. you can keep going and it's not all about it's about the money, it's about lifestyle. So keep going, keep, keep going, going, take keep the risks. Trying. And learn, learn from your mistakes. Everyone makes them. Everyone makes them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So what is the top tip that you can share? Um, for being a VA? Yeah, or, or for in life or running a co-op? What is a top tip that's just 
come into your head that can help people? Um, I would say, ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of something I've not already said as well. I think, see, I'm going to partly steal yours. Um, That's fine. <laughs> be yourself, I think. I've learned and I've tried that some of my failures over the last um, when I first set up I came from a very corporate background and mm -hmm. I am one of the least corporate people you will ever meet I'm I, I'd hold my hand up I'm not I'm not <laughs> say this my logo is black and white I'm not black and white there's a lot of gray area with me I think <laughs> if something's best for your client and there's no illegal reason for not why would you not do what's best for your client mm -hmm. and I think that's what makes me different and I think if you're yourself and mm -hmm. you will then attract the clients that suit you best mm -hmm. you will enjoy working with mm -hmm. best that suit your business best that every day you're thinking oh yeah this is this is my job it doesn't feel like work because I actually <laughs> really enjoy it I like my clients I get on with everybody mm -hmm. so I think yeah it's just just be yourself as you said don't put on the airs and graces don't try and be someone you're not don't have a look at what um Mavis over the road is doing don't worry about her just be yourself do it your way um because I got a lot of advice when I first started up and it took me a good few years to realize that wasn't good advice <laughs> but you I think especially when you start up your own business you assume and they know what so they can say about assume mm -hmm. everyone who's giving you advice is correct and I think you need to find your own way and you'll only Definitely. find your own way by being being yourself so how can people find you they can find me at um, uh, I'm on Instagram at Breakout Online or Breakout Long Melford. I should get that right, shouldn't I? Breakout yeah, that would help. <laughs> um, my website's breakoutonline.co.uk and they can find me in Long Melford at my new co-working space. So my um, VA business is called Starfish Organisers. So that's very easy to find on. Oh, lovely Starfish Organisers. That sounds really great. Oh, thank you. But yeah, so now I'm based at my new co-working space in, in mm. Long Melford. So. so if anybody's in Suffolk, go and have a look at the co-working space or in Norfolk even because um, Long Melford's not too far away from Norfolk no. or East Anglia or Cambridge or Haverhill, Cambridgeshire, you know. Yeah. Go for it. Go have a look. Definitely. So. Well, thank you so much, Farley, for, for talking to us today and sharing your wisdoms and you know reminding us to keep going you need to just keep going take those risks don't let failure stop you because as Polly has mentioned failure is actually a way that we can learn and reminding us that everybody fails so thank you so much for for being with us today it's been an absolute pleasure to bring you some great tips from Farley and to share again how wonderful the VA industry is and how they can help you as a business owner take care and until next time I will see you soon bye I hope that you have enjoyed the session on the virtual hero series Please feel free to share this with any virtual heroes that you know or who would be interested. If there are any topic that you would like me to cover, do let me know. And until next time, have a great day. Bye.